And what up, guys? And we're here for a brand new episode of King's Court, episode 9. Today is a special day. We are, we've been gone for a while, and we have gotten new equipment, so hopefully it sounds a little better this time around. Um, with me today, I have, with like always, Zoran Belfran, Richard Garcia, and Peter Castillo with me today. You guys want to say what's up to the people? What's up going? to the people? <laughs> at the same time, by the way. Yeah. You guys always doing it at the same time. Well, we'll do it one at a time. Richard, say hi. Hi. Zoran. Hi. And then Peter. Hi. <laughs> okay. We're, we're getting used to the, using the new mics out there. Um, so, yeah, um, we have a special announcement today to start off the stream with our owner and CEO of uh, Kingslayer Cards, Richard Garcia, would you like to tell the people what's going on today? Yeah, so we have we haven't been on the air like this since March last month late, right? So it's yeah, been it's like been a, a while. Month. So we've actually planned an event in Kissimmee again like we used to last year with a $1,000 prize pool for overdress. I, and I know that's crazy cuz we started off what at 750. We well, started, we started five, right? with 250. 250. Okay. Then we went to 5, then 750 in Halloween. Now we're at a grand. Hey, and this listen, is cash if, by the way. Yeah, if if that doesn't pull in the people, I don't I don't know what's going to do it, you know. I know everybody's like, "Oh, we want to play with more money and you know, we want to make the competitive scene more more popular, man." Hey, you guys are asking for it. We're doing it. Hopefully you guys show up. Um I'm excited for myself to go back to the Ramada. Zoran, you've been there, right? It's always exciting to go back there. Yeah, and then uh, Peter, you you've been our head judge. How do you feel about going back to the Ramada? Ecstatic. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's it's very good. I think um, doing this event will be great. It's right in your backyard, so there's no excuses, guys. Yeah, because I know a lot of people said that you know coming to Miami, it's kind of a hassle. But I think, you know, I, I, I think it's worthwhile, especially for the things that we're trying to provide to the community, especially for the game of Vanguard, you know. And, you know, it is a great way to test, you know, your skills and your, your competitive side of everything. And, and it's also a good place to come and hang out with your friends. You know, these, these tournaments are, bring a lot of people together, you know, once in a while, to, you know, every two to three months. Um, is there anything else you want to say? I know premium, premium we're looking at, a, what, a 750 now? 500. Oh, 500. Okay. That's because I would be expecting a lower turnout for premium. But if we get more players for premium, I can easily increase the pricing so you, to match overdress. So you guys hear that. You heard that from the, the, the owner of Kingslayer Cards. He says the more people come, the more money we can put up. Yeah, it's not a $500 limit. You know, it's a $500 minimum. <laughs> we got uh, Paul opening up a. Uh, uh, can of coca-cola over here i don't know if you guys hear it yeah, paul is our producer today for this podcast yeah good guy love him um so yeah so we'll, we'll, so with that being said I, i'm really excited to go back to the ramada uh do we have the dates yes so overdress will be june 25th which is a saturday and premium will be june 26th which is a sunday yeah and i know um, I know a lot of you guys, you guys are going to be confused because, you know, we usually open the thing on sa uh, Fridays, um, but uh, we're going to be opening on Saturday early to for for you guys to sign up for your registration and everything like that. Sell your cards, buy product and everything you need. So you guys don't have to worry. You won't be hectic. 
Um, we are we have everything getting ready to set up. It's going to be a great time. Again, it's June 25th for Overdress and June 26th for Premium. So let your guys, let, you have enough time, especially with Spring Fest going on, to try to schedule for that week, that weekend, because that's also the 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 weekend that Clan Selection, no, not Clan Selection, a Festival Collection and Premium Collection comes out for Overdress and Premium. Am I correct? Yep, and both those sets will be legal for those tournaments. We'll have plenty of boxes and singles there if you need any. So, yeah, if you guys need anything, you know, make sure you do check out the Kingslayer Cards website where we, we do take pre-orders for the next couple, the next sets coming out, especially Set 5 and uh, Premium Collection and Festival Collection. You can make put your, uh, your money down for your splits. Make sure you get them because you don't want to miss out. Trust me, I've seen too many people miss out and they don't get their stuff and prices go crazy because these secondary markets don't be playing. Rest in peace to the Messiah. Yeah, <laughs> rest in peace to Hard Ali. Um, he's still hurting from set four. Um, so we're going to get into it, guys. So the first topic I have is I know we've been out like for a while. Um, we're going to talk about premium collection um, because I know a lot of uh, other YouTubers have talked about it. And we ha- we were supposed to do it. Um, but like we said, we kind of stopped because we needed to upgrade the equipment so you guys can hear us better, have better audio. Thanks to a uh, shout out to Paul for helping us out with that. And, you know, you know, Richard for allowing us to get the upgrade so we can b- make this possible. Um, so with, with going into premium collection, um, how do you guys feel about it? We'll talk about that first. Are you guys happy? Is there any disconcerns? Um, do you think it could have been better? You know, we'll, we'll go with that. Are you guys, So the question is, are you guys happy or are you guys somewhat disappointed from what you've seen from the long wait of premium collection? Because it's been a while. I, I don't I forget what it's been like almost two years since we got a premium collection. Um, so, yeah, like I, I would love to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, you know, take it one at a time. We'll start with, you know, Richard first off. Then we'll go to Zorn and then Peter. OK, so I love the idea of premium collections. I think they're great for the game. This one I was kind of disappointed in, not because of, like, necessarily how many cards we got, but the quality of cards we got. Because we got G-Guards for every clan, and we got one stride for every clan. But the power level on those is pretty messed up. Like, the clans that are already doing well in premium got, like, the good cards in this collection, when the clans that weren't doing that well got cards that probably won't help them at all in the meta. For example, Grand Blue, Pale Moon, Narukami got like the perfect stride to go along with Stunverse. And clans like um, Royals, um, Neo Nectar, Angel Feather, they got cool stuff, but I don't think it's going to push them in the meta at all. That's just my opinion on it. I also like the reprints of the crits. Those are really nice. Those crits are expensive. And you kind of need a playset for any premium deck. Um, I, I agree with you. I, I just wanted to come back onto the mic and 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 kind of touch upon um, your my agreement where I feel like they played kind of favorites for this set. Um, I feel like th- they they kind of helped the clans that were already on top. They gave them more like ammunition. Um, like I think Grand Blue got a little more than what they needed. Um, I I think there's a couple of clans which I'll get to once we go around the room where I felt like. They got a little bit of a push to put them in the right area, but um, we'll we'll get back to me. But we're gonna go to Zoran and let everybody get their opinions out there. So Zoran, go ahead. So I think that this premium collection, um, uh, 
while it is very good that we have the next iteration of premium collection available to us eventually, this uh, wave of support was very disappointing. So I, I share the same sentiment that Richard and James do, even though I am fairly happy with the stuff that the clans that I play received. Uh, it doesn't really change the fact that the quality of the cards and the balance of it overall is uh, not there. The, the inequity of it is kind of bad. Um, but we can go buy it on a case-by-case -case basis when we get to that part. Uh, well, me personally, I feel that you guys are right in a sense. Uh, the The power balance between the strides was shifted, you know, like very bad. It's not an even balance in what all the clans got. I don't, no I don't agree necessarily in that good clans got better uh, because it was like all over the place. But I do feel that we were waiting something more. We were waiting for better cards that work more uh, generalized throughout the different archetypes in um, in every clan for premium. And we didn't get a sense of that in what we got from this premium collection. Happy with the clans that I play? Not necessarily. I'm happy for clans that got things probably like uh, Angel Feathers. I don't know if that's precisely what they needed because I don't play that clan, but I believe that card is okay at least, uh, talking about the stride. Um, I'm not happy with the G-Guard Perfect Guards that are out there right now. <laughs> I don't know how you guys feel about it, but those are my thoughts right now. Um, so going, going back to what I was going to say, um, I'm not happy. I, I'm personally kind of distraught. Um, I'm kind of upset. I was expecting more from this set um, because I felt like, in my opinion, when, when we're talking about ba uh, spreading out power and balance, I feel like clans that we see that are topping right now, like we, we, first of examples, like we got Nightmare Dolls, we got Grand Blue topping. Like they didn't need the strides that they had. Like they just got. They should have gave it to decks like Spike Brothers and – I think Royals could have got something better. I'm a Royal Paladin. I could be you. Could, you guys, a Royal Paladin player, you could think I'm biased, but honestly, that stride we got, I don't even know what they were thinking. I think it was, it's a waste of space. We can go. We'll, we'll talk about the G Guardians, but we're gonna sp specifically talk about the strides right now. Um, the strides was. I think that stride was unnecessary um, because one, we have Twin Swords. This is we're talking about Royals here. Uh, one, we have Twin Swords, which is amazing. You know, can extend our plays and get they get really big. The new stride doesn't even give us power. Um, that stride, honestly, it's only good for one clan, one one sub clan in 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 the meta. But you barely even use it because of how fast it kill has a kill potential, which is jewel knights because you benefit of on top uh, for calling on top of units. So that kind of gives you the benefit of it. But even then, it's like I'm gonna win before I even get in there uh, with crystal luster. Um, with that being said, I'm going to, and then I, I look at the other clans like, you know, um, you know, great nature, great nature is on. We'll probably talk about it. They got a good stride, a solid stride, but I, I mean, do we, are we seeing them topping right now? I haven't seen them in premium really being shown. Um, then you got, you know, you got aqua force, which I think their stride is good. I think that stride is good, but I don't think it's what they needed. But, but the point of the conversation is that. These decks that 
I, I have one of the questions I was going to say, you know, and we'll I guess we'll just put it out there. And this we'll talk about the clans that, you know, we think does does with this set coming out, does any of the strides help any of the clans get into that top tier class where, you know, we put them in at least top, two, you know, B or, or at least upper to where they were before? Like, is there any clans that you feel, you know, we know the ones that stayed on top. Like, we, we'll, we'll say it right now. Grand Blue stayed on top. Norikami stayed on top. Um, uh, Grand, what well, we said Grand Blue. Pale oh, Pale Moon stayed on top. Um, but, like, when we look at other ones, do you think, is there any other clans that you believe now will make it out of where they were placed before? Because I know we talked about a premium tier list before. Now, with that being said, if you guys watched, uh, listened to the, the podcast before with that tier list, do you have any, with these new strides com- coming out, do you think any of them will change? Well, I think for me, uh, I don't remember particularly uh, the, ba- the, the tier list that we got, but I would think at least Gears. The gear stride brings them, up, brings them up, you know, like uh, a ledge, I would say. I really like it. But other than that, like, I can't think of, of anything else. I don't think the angel feather strides will, will, will bring them higher. I mean, it heals, but other than that, I don't, I don't see, like, a big push for, for angel feathers in particularly. Uh, uh, great nature, like, I'm on the fence still about it. So I don't know if it does anything great for the clan. The other one I do think pushes up, though, is Spike Brothers. That Spike Brothers try, I saw it in action. I was on CFA, and, you know, like, <laughs> it can kill you turn one. So It's I, incredible. I, yeah, I, I think that was one of the biggest push for that clan. Yeah, in regards to what Peter said about the Spike Brothers try, that thing um, is just, it's insane. Whatever dark state support they get later on, you know, that's a great two or less. If that card is good, is this becomes the, the Columbard issue again or the Rising Nova issue. You know, whatever card is a good generic staple in that clan or in that nation, Spike Brothers can now abuse it. Uh, which, you know, might not happen because of the balancing balancing oversight. Uh, but it could because Bushiroad tends to forget but regardless of that i believe that that is the main stride to look out for when we uh check out clans that can be pushed to the top because of a single stride primarily that one now the great nature stride um and i think i saw in a recent spring fest event that uh, i don't know if it was eu or na north america or or European, um, they also made it, I believe, in team leagues, they topped, or was it in a single-player event? I know they made it to top eight. Oh, what, what for uh, the recent Springfest? Yeah, one of the recent Springfests. Oh, uh, let me see. I can actually tell you, because we're going to be talking about that. I know I saw a, a big belly list in top eight, and I was talking to Marshall the other day, and I asked him if the guy had the list, and... He yeah, said there he was. Disclose it. Yeah, uh, they made it to the top four team. It was only one person, and that was in uh, in Rosemont, Chicago. Rosemont, uh, Chicago. Yeah. All right. Well, perfect. Yeah, it's we. A, it was just one. It was one, but it's still good to see. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, you know? no, it still made it there, and mm-hmm. I think that stride 
it has the same effect as Crystal Luster. Uh, in the first turn, if you get the rear guard to 30k, uh, and you'll get the same effect as the Crystal Luster GB3 with that singular rear guard, provided they don't do a disruption play or take out the rear guard on your turn. But it's still good nonetheless. Yeah, it it's really solid. Um, yeah, I mean, you have any uh any clans that you think can uh, made the top or or even gone down? You know, even the ones that I feel like honestly lost in this set. Because I I have a few, and I, you know, and I've already said Royals. I think Royals, honestly, they they should have just been excluded from this this premium. This is my opinion. You know, if you want to come at me, leave a comment. We could talk about it. I I I love to explain myself, but honestly, if I if I could rage, I would. Um. But uh, yeah. So you got anything? Yeah. So there's two clans that I thought about. I don't really know every clan, so it's hard for me to speak on like the majority of them. But one that we rated low in our initial tier list was Mega Colony, and they got a stride that works with Gridora, which is already their best stride. So I think we can bump them a little higher, especially since it's a tier list and, you know, they kind of counter half of what we put in S tier. Yeah, that's that's 100% true. I, I wouldn't agree. put them in C anymore. I'd put them in um, B or A, honestly. It's the only reason they're good right now is because of the Gradora stride. Oh, yeah, and, and you know, um, Peter Peter's showing me, you know what clan snuck up on, like, an amazing uh, stride? Freaking OTT. Oh yeah, like, it's a great first strike. It's, it's a, free. It's, it's a phenomenal first strike. You either go Momo or you can go that to pace yourself out, and that's ridiculous. The fact that you can literally that card, I I I see being future like either hit if we ever get another ban list because the fact that you can set up like the OT and the way that it it works with everything, like it's ridiculous. Um, I would put it on a watch list. I know we're gonna be talking about like future ban lists and, and later on in a little bit, but like that card is ridiculous. Um, uh, Peter's, I'm going to have Peter explain to you what that stride does, because I, I feel like it put OTT back on the top, especially, especially the fact that it, it's not only good in battle sisters. Remember, it's good in every, it's good in everything. And that, and that means they can bring anything. Sukiyomi back. They can bring Sasano. They can bring CEO, which is, yeah, they can bring witches like this. This card was so good for OTT. That that they can even get a higher spot on the tier list because I think we put them at what an A or a B, like we high put B. Them at B. We put them at B. This can this this stride literally can put them to a like a low A, in my opinion. And I'm gonna uh, we'll pass it to Pete. So the stride says, uh, act, Vanguard once per turn. Turn a, the cost is turn a card from your G zone face up. Reveal cards from the top of your deck equal to the number of face up cards in your G zone plus two. Call all the normal units reveal from among them to rear circle. Put all of the trigger units reveal from among them into your hand and shuffle your deck. Then activate the trigger effects of all the reveal cards. Uh, mind you, if you reveal the over trigger. It is already been judged by Bushiroad that you do not get the additional effect, and the trigger does not um, does not vanish. It stays in your hand. And this stride, it you know, like like you hear it, you know, like for every face-up card in your G zone, you reveal a card plus two extra. 
So if you have two face up, that's four. Okay, that's four cards that you're going to reveal. If you call normal units, you fill your board. If you don't, then you just like uh, activate the yeah activate the trigger effects that are going in OTT. That plays like a lot of draws and crits. That's amazing. And this try does something that not all of the strides do, which is flip a card face up, turn one. James, does your stride flip a face card? I, I plead the fifth on this one. I think it does flip a card face up. It, it, it just does. sucks. It just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you don't understand. When we, when we were making, like, I'll, I'll give you guys a little little story real quick. Before we, we were, we had episode nine up. But I was so disappointed with the last the, the episode that I had to take it down. So if you guys heard a little bit of it before I took it down, like, I don't know if you guys are going to agree with me, but it was crap. I, I, I even, like, when we were done filming it, I mean, uh, you know, voicing it or whatever, I was like, man, I got to take this thing down. I'm not happy. Like, even Zoran came up to me. He's like, I'm like, hey, Zoran, you, you happy about the episode? He was like, no, man, no, man. So we had to take it out because I was so mad. With the way they they did Royals dirty, um, so the other thing we'll talk about because I think we all talked about you know who we we're gonna talk about this last thing, well two of the last things, uh, do we have a winner of the set, a solid winner, of who who's the best stride? If it, if it isn't Grand Blue Pale Moon or Spike Brothers, then I don't know who okay. is. Okay, well I mean or, there's or Tachi's Tachi's is. Well, well I'm I'm just saying this. There doesn't have to be one winner. Because we have to have losers, and I'm sorry to say Royals are losers in this one. And there's a lot of other clans that I feel like lost in this position. I, I mean, it, like, you could put more. Like, like I think OTT won. I think Spikes won. I think Pale Moon is, doesn't deserve what they got, but they got it. Pale, same thing with Grand Blue. And and I think I think the Shadow Strides okay. They needed a, I think it's really solid. They didn't need it, but they got it. It's ten times better than freaking Royals. It, Gold's got something really good. Let, let's shout out to Royal uh, Gold's because now they have a they a filled up the restander. It, it, it they they fill the board. It counters Gradora. Yep, everything and and they winning and we got Morgan more Gizzle up in the back so happy. You know, <laughs> shout out to Morgan if he ever listens to this thing. Um, I'll tell you two out of the uh, the three Stargate clans, they definitely won. Oh you know, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. D Police and Nova Grappler. Yeah, I, I think. I agree, hundred percent. Um, even Aquaforce won, man. Even it's not that big of a thing, but I think Aquaforce got something good. Um, Paul's like, dude, shut up, you're lying to these people. But I, I, I think I disagree. I think false it has, advertisement. I think I think it has potential. I don't. Hey, it, is it better than Royals? It definitely is. Okay, better then than they Royals. won. Guess what? They won. Congratulations. Yeah, guess they're what? Not the they're, 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 their their gift generation is better than Royals' gift generation. Okay, so so as as so long as won. people know that. We're, we're the biggest loser. I, I understand. Shout out to the royal people that probably hate me right now. Saying, oh, this guy ain't a real royal player. Well, guess what? Come and beat me. I'm at uh, Kingslayer Cards. I work here. Come on. I'll play you one-on-one. Um, but, okay, so besides that, we'll, we'll go to the G-Guardians for this moment. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't. Okay, so I'll start first because I hate royals. I hate the, the royal <laughs> G-Guardian. What were they thinking when... I want you to really think this, and this is a shout-out to Marshall because he argued for, like, three hours with me. But thank God he's not here to argue with me now. Um, <laughs> Peter, do not call him in this. Uh, what were they thinking about giving me a G-Guardian that says, first of all, it doesn't give itself 10K. It gives a rear guard 10K. A grade 2, mind you. It's not a grade 3, not a grade 1, a grade 2. That literally says, give it 10K. 
Oh, by the way, pay Counter Blast one, Soul uh, Soul Blast one, and it, when this unit intercepts, it's a perfect guard. Why do I have to pay an extra cost for a perfect guard? Like, like, and why the hell did they not give the G Guardian plus 10K? No, they gave it to a grade two unit that's going to intercept and give a PG. What was the stupid point? I think it, the, uh, the most, I guess, egregious part about this G Guardian is that you don't get the, the shield value on the card. You exactly. get it to the card that is going to perfect guard. So what's the it point? It saves you from exactly. Zoa. It saves you from Zoa. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can't complain about it now. <laughs> we already had a card for uh, that. We, yeah, we already had a card that. It was it – was, uh, Little it Sage. Was, yeah, little, little Great Sage, sage Mary. But guess what? We had to have a Blaster in his card name. So uh, guess what? It's not generic. Uh, that's okay. You're going to be playing Blasters anyways. Uh, you're not wrong. Now you don't need a space for Little Sage Mary. I have to. I'm, I'm Peter. This is your last time being on this. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, like I have to say, like I'm really disappointed. Like, the thing is, is the way I look at it this way, and I, I'm gonna break it down for you guys. First of all, in in premium, there's too many things retiring, too many ways to give board to, clears, more more clears removal. of the board. Yeah, removal, all that. So my problem is, is that I wouldn't have been mad if it said choose up to two units, give one 10k plus 10k. And then give the other grade two the shield ability. Because then I can intercept one if they kill the PG one. And I have at least a, a 10K, a 15K interceptor. You know what I mean? Or at least they've been like, oh, if you have two, if you have a one, gra one grade two unit, give it 10K. And then it says if you if your board has two grade twos, choose one of them and it becomes a perfect guard. Then I would, I'll be like, oh, damn, that's really good. But guess what? They didn't even do that. Then that's why that's so trash. Our our great store champion, Eric Zarita here, said that this card was so good that you need to G-Guard twice for it. I, I just yeah, want to go dismal first. To and it. and <laughs> then you G-Guard into this new one. I, I just want to let you know that is the cost is not only two heal triggers. Counterblast and a soul blast. A counterblast and a soul blast. Then you have to intercept and pray to God that you don't die. The other hidden cost is taking away five minutes of your life doing that play. Bro, that, that it hurts me so bad. <laughs> so, again, Royals, I'm sorry. We lost again uh, another year. Um, do we? Uh, Shadows is good. Shadow basically just helps Luard. Shadows is probably one of the best G-Guards that's in that set. Yeah. Probably. Literally, what? Return seven, seven five. grade, five grade ones to the bottom of the deck. Get, uh, you're now a PG. Yeah. It's, I for think a counter it blast, gets right? 5K shield for each one that you return. If you return five, you counter blast one Sentinel. Yeah. Or just negate that, the attack. That, that's so beautiful. I bet you Andrew Kondrick is super happy right now. <laughs> Shout out to the boy Andrew. It's um, really good in Raging Form, too. Raging Form, you turbo your deck really... You know, and it helps you not deck out. It's okay. After this, I'll, I'll sell my deck to you, Richard. Don't worry. Before I can go play Shadows. Um, so is there any other uh, G-Guardians that stand out? Because I know we got a lot of G-Guardians that got PGs. There's a lot of really cool ones, too, that aren't PGs. The uh, the Tachikaze G-Guard is, is, I think, one of the better ones in the set. It, uh, it says when you play it on the Guardian Circle, retire any amount of rear guards. Uh, and then you get 10k shield for each rearguard retired. Now, if that rearguard has a gauge on it, uh, then you get to draw a card for each one that is retired with the gauge. So you have five gauges on, you know, five different rearguards. You sack five of them, you draw five cards. Yeah, that that, that is broken. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. yeah, it helps you deck out faster. Grand Blue. Grand Blue. Definitely one of the best. Pale Moon. Uh... 
Grand Blue says, when this unit is put on Guardian Circle, Counterblast 1, and the attacking unit gets critical, minus 1 until end of the battle for every 10 cards in your drop zone. Wow, Grand how, Blue. How hard is to get cards in the drop zone? I didn't know you were given two PGs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and, and don't we have, uh, what's the other one that basically does the same thing? Uh... What is the Pell Moons? Oh, they got a Denial Griffin. They got a, yeah, they kind of got a Denial They basically denial got a Denial Griffin, if you guys don't know. If you guys don't know what a Denial Griffin is, it is a card that works defensively to blow up one of my damn units for a counterblast in Kagero. And when we when we say to other clans in premium that have the Denial Griffin, it just means they have removal defensively. And to me, that's that's Grand Blue playing Cannoneer with Negro Lily. Because Negro literally calls out Cannoneer, and then they, he goes, ha, you die, you know, and you lose an attack. Um, you, you also get um, other units that that retire. Do you remember but, Narukami pre-translation? Oh, we don't want to talk G-guard. about that. Yeah, we don't want to talk about that one. Um and then uh, Palmoon, I don't do we do we know what Palmoon does? Okay, yeah, cool. it says when you G guard, you can um yeah, I got it here. I'll, I'll, I'll help you. It's uh, when this unit is put on Guardian Circle, put one or more cards from your hand into your soul, and this unit gets 10 cast shield until the end of the battle. For each card, put it into your soul for this cost. If two or more cards were put into your soul for the cost, your opponent chooses one of their stand rear guards and put it into their soul. So basically, they, 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 they tell you to screw off. Like You can get rid of two cards that don't have shield value in your hand, put them into the soul. And then you pop a card that's standing on their board, which is, you know, they pick whatever, but it's still a play that they can do. And if they're playing Harry, then they can bring out the stupid card that puts another card into the soul. So now you just lost two attackers or a booster and an attacker. Yeah, so now, now we're, I expect to see a lot more Harry players coming out, especially with that, because that just makes all the Palmoon stuff stupid. Um, but yeah, like, I, I, think, I think some people won and some people lost in Premium Collection. The overall decision for for this this clan selection is uh the premium selection is i i'm disappointed other like you said if your clan your clan if you like your clan and it won hey congratulations to you like all props but i felt like the power creep was a little too hard i feel like we're gonna see a lot of like a lot of decks stay on top unlike spike brothers and a few other that kind of got the lucky end of the stick and they got what they needed to be pushed into the right direction um, but yeah, I think the consensus, we can all agree. We were a little lackluster in this set. I, I think that's the right word for us. What do you guys think? I just want to say that I am disgusted that they keep messing luck up. <laughs> <laughs> I had He's to go it. on his rant now. Yeah. I had to bring it up. You know, like I'm glad, like you say, you know, for the people that got their stuff, but you know, screw angel feathers, screw bell moon. You know, and screw everything else. Like Bermudas, you're hearing this Jonathan Owens that goes for you too. Okay, that says pick a circle or pick cards in a circle and bounce them back or send them to damage and do whatever the hell you want without unlocking them. You know, like, what the hell are they thinking? What am I going to play now? Nothing? They're like, screw that. <laughs> and that is the rant with uh, Peter Costello, you know. Um, so, uh, so we're done talking about premium collection. I think we touched all bases. Um, we'll just do a side note. If you, you do want to leave a comment 
or you want to tell us what you thought about that section of the podcast, please, you know, leave a comment on our Facebook page, our Instagram, which is Kingslayer Cards. Um, and just, you know, leave us notes. And uh, so we're going to go to our second topic, and that is Spring Fest so far. And I bring this up because of the fact that we will be we were supposed to t- attend Chicago Rosemont Rosemont um, oh, I said it wrong Rosemont Rosemont um but things got complicated so we kind of skipped it but we are going to uh D- Duluth uh Georgia for the the next event in a, in 2 weeks from now um we plan to be uh going on and talking about what what we see topping and what we think is going on um I'm excited I'm super excited for this event. Uh, how you got? How you feeling about getting ready to go back into the competitive scene at a Bush Road event, Richard? It's hit or miss, to be honest, because it's best of ones. Uh, of course, um, we all hate that. Yeah, I know. You get sacked. Sometimes you do sack. So depends on your luck for the day. We just gotta, you know, do our best and hope we don't misplay. That's honestly how I feel about it. I'm not too excited about the tournament itself. I'm more excited about like going there. And experience it it again since like 2019 was the last one I think. Uh, yeah, that was I think I believe it was the last yeah, one. It's been over two years. Um, how, uh, Zorn, how do you feel? Uh, well, this is my first time that I'm going to be going to a Spring Fest tournament and an official Bushiro tournament because all I've done was do locals and you know like I guess pro play tours, but <laughs> it'll be a fun experience. Yeah, it, it, I, I've gone to several of them, and I've, I've always had a good time. Um, I mean, I've been screwed out of a lot of judge rulings and judge things because of the whole, oh, they drop around or, oh, they they put it into brackets. I mean, I've been screwed out. Trust me. I almost made, I, The closest I made it was the round seven, and they were like, oh, we're dropping round eight. So uh, you just made it under 32 people to make it to the next round. And I'm like, are you, are you kidding me? Like I worked so hard to get over here, went went literally went like zero and one, and tried to fight my way all the way to the top, and then they cut the round where I thought I had advan- the chance, and I couldn't do nothing about it, um and that was in singles and teams it's a little more wishy washy because of the whole fact that you got to rely on your teammates to do it and you have a higher chance of topping because of it, you know because you can't you won't you know fight all the you know meta decks hopefully the way you're seating. Um, I've gone several times with Peter, you know, he, we've always had fun. I think it's a great experience and it's a good time to meet new people, man. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually thankful that we haven't had a cancellation like YCS's and Yu-Gi-Oh cause they've had a couple cancellations and they just put theirs back up. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very blessed to, to say that, you know, at least we haven't seen anything negative from this so far. Like, it's all been, you know, run a little bit okay. I know there's been a few bumps in the road, especially with sleeves and stuff like that. I know there's been sleeve rulings about, you know, standard size clear fits and all that stuff, uh, you know. Um, but I'm excited. Um, so I've been I've been looking at the the meta, and and it's it's very interesting. I've, I've noticed there's a kind of a pattern. Um, before I get into this, uh, Peter, you have anything you want to say, you know, about Springfest? Uh, well, just some clarifications because there's been like a lot of confusion in the community. A lot of people are saying that they only receive one email, you know, about, you know, your registrations and whatnot. Uh, I just spoke with Bushiro reps recently, 
and they did confirm that the first email telling you that you registered that's not the one that you're supposed to get uh, you're supposed to get a second one confirming that your team is indeed indeed registered uh, it's either register or that you are missing some information and they'll let you know what it is so uh, just keep looking into your into your spam mailbox, you know, into your regular mailbox if you get it directly there, because you're supposed to get a second email for that. Um, with the with the sleeves that you were mentioning, yes, they're not accepting any type of over sleeves that are standard size. I spoke with the Bushiro rep that's gonna be in Duluth, Georgia, uh, running this event, and he did tell me that he's going to allow the Japanese over sleeves. Uh, Kingslayer Games carries those, you know, if you guys are interested. But those are the only ones that are going to be allowed if you are going to be using uh, oversleeves for your event. Not the Japanese size, uh, not, I'm sorry, not the standard size, but look for the Japanese size. And James can tell you later on about them. Yeah, so I recommend that uh, if you do need to get your accessories, you can go to uh, kingslayercards.com and we can send them out. I think they're going for like 15 right now because they're in high demand. You know, not a lot of everybody can, uh, has them right now. So make sure you pick them up. And if you don't want to use the clear sleeves, I suggest using the, the, the Japanese size, you know, uh, regular sleeves, like the color ones. That way you don't have it, you know, get in trouble or whatever, the single sleeves. Yes, it sucks. We want to show our, our sexy, you know, cool sleeves and stuff like that. Especially, you know, it's annoying to unsleeve and then sleep back later. But if you wanna, you wanna have not have a problem, then you gotta, you gotta stick to the rules, man. You gotta, you gotta just provide it. Um. So with that going on, besides that, we're gonna talk about the meta. We're gonna talk about what I've been seeing, and honestly, what what has been topping. So we're gonna start with, we'll start with premium because everybody loves premium. Not a lot, not everybody wants to talk about overdress because it's kind of a slump right now. Um. So in California, we had the top four teams. I don't have the top eight. Uh, we had on the teams was Ghidorah, Beatrice, Nightmare Dolls. First place? First place. That That's not surprising. We'll get into the reason why after. Uh, second team, Luard, Overlord, and Dungaree. That was second place, which is very surprising. Nice. Uh, third place, um, Beatrice and uh, Regalia. Nightmare Dolls. If you notice, there's a, kind of a theme right there, the, the two clans. And yeah, all three th of them have bitches in it. <laughs> uh, and then the last, uh, fourth place, we got a little bit variety, which is a very surprising, which is Die Liner, which is DPs. Yeah. Uh, I think this is, um, I want to say uh, Riviera. I want to say that. Uh, Riviera. Yeah, Riviera. That's Riviera, right? Yeah. Riviera. And then we have an Ezel at top. That was the huh. top four. Weird. Shout out to the teams that that ran it, you know, and congratulations that making top four. Um, Morgan hit UI and then <laughs> finally got there. <laughs> but just looking off, just looking off the California, I've noticed two problems, and that is Grand Blue and Nightmare Dolls. T two of them topping in the top four, and I and I'm telling you this because I haven't looked at the top eight, and of what I've heard is that nothing but Nightmare Dolls and Beatrice were almost on every team. If you want to win, then you're going to take the best thing there. Yeah, to the and, event. I, and I'm going to say this. That shows signs of a little bit of, you know, kind of brokenness, and if you if you feel what I'm saying. You know, because if you're going to be consistent, that's a problem. And, you know, we, we're trying to make the game, un, uh, you know, more healthier. There clearly is a problem. And this is just California. 
This is top four. Now we're going to go to Rosemont, which was in Chicago. We have, are you ready for this? We have Ashley. This is first place. Ashley, Joe Knights. Uh, impressive. Ready for this? Beatrice. Uh-huh. Vanquisher. That was ta- that's, that's top tables. So look at that. Already, we're already seeing Beatrice. Team two, ready for this? Is gonna. I, I bet you, you can guess it. Regalia, yeah, Nightmare they're... Dolls, Beatrice. That's look crazy. at that! Look at that! Look at that! You saw you saw how the Beatrice and then the Nightmare Dolls came out of nowhere. Guess what? Now we're going to the third team. What? Let's see what made it into that one. Regalia, Regalia, uh, Nightmare Dolls, and Ghidorah. Nightmare Doll made it. Um, and then in the fourth one is, uh, Grey Nature. There we Tichikaze, go. Tichikaze. And then Mega Colony, which I don't know if it's Order Bugs or Giraffa, because it looks Wait, Giraffa. what? Great Nature list. Big Belly? Uh, I don't know. It just has the, the lion that's on the, the cliff as the G-Guardian. I don't know what it is. Can't really tell you what they're playing. I, 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 uh, for the, for the, the Tichikaze, it looks like Spinal Driver. Okay. So, but and then for the Mega Colony looks like uh, uh, Giraffa, the, from what I'm seeing. I I can't really tell you. I don't have the list. And this is teams. Yeah, this is teams. So, so kind of, but it has a better grade three turn than Order Bugs does. So, so you notice the trend? Nightmare Dolls, Beatrice again. I just want to put this out. This every time I see this, this this is what I'm talking about. Then we'll go. I don't know where this is from. I think this is from Europe. Uh, we have. Let me see. We have from Germany. We saw Ghidorah, Angelica, Nightmare Dolls. First place. I think that's uh, Solemn Vanguard's team. I yeah. think. Um, second place, Ghidorah, Bowling Sword, Beatrice. Crazy. Third team again, Nightmare Dolls, Luard, No Life King. Fourth, Nightmare Dolls, Regalia. And I think this is Hyaki Vogue. Is it Hyaki Vogue or is it Shiryuki? No, no. It, it's, it, it looks like Hyaki Vogue. I, I can't really tell you. That's that's that, not that Hyaki not Vogue. That's uh, yeah, Hanzo. That's a okay. Nubatama unit, James. Okay. See, I, 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 they look the same. They all look the same. <laughs> all right. Well, that's a little racist. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the last one for premium that we have so far before we Duluth in uh, Georgia, we have Ghidorah, Angelica, and Nightmare Dolls winning it again. In, in in Germany. Let's go. No, no, no. F- before Duthel go Georgia. Yeah, so we have them again winning first. Second, same formula. Except for now, without the Angelica, we have Ghidorah. So Ghidorah, Nightmare Dolls, Beatrice. Third place, Nightmare Dolls, Ghidorah, uh, Shuri, uh, Shuriyuki. Then fourth, again, Nightmare Dolls, Spike Brothers. With Spike Bar the Great on. Rising Great on. Yeah, Rising Great on. And then Beatrice. That is premium for what we have so far. It sounds to me like there are at least four, five, five to six best decks in the format. Yeah. And it's always going it, to, it just is the same. So that means if you're not running those, like, <laughs> good luck. I think it's better than having two best decks in the format, but. Well, I mean, with this formula, there are, only, there's literally showing you, there's like, Two, there's two that are consistent. Mm-hmm. 
There's two that will always be there. And and to me, the, and, to, and there's there's a third one that creeps up, by eh, the way. There's like three to four, actually. There's, well, well, there's there... Gridora, there's Beatrice, the Nightmare Dolls, and then there's also Regalia. Vanquisher? Vanquisher was only there once. Yeah. Well, the problem is that a lot of people don't want to talk about this issue because they don't want Pelmo's hit. They don't want Grand Blue hit because they're like, what are you going to hit in Grand Blue? Oh, no, fuck know, all like, those clans. I'm going to hit every single one. You know? <laughs> so, of course, they're going to be there. Uh, nothing else other than Pell Moons and Grand Blue pass, you know, by every single other clan. They're the fastest. They're the most toolboxy. They barely have any bad matchups, if they have any, against anything at all. And they, they can actually bypass most of the control decks in the format. The one bad matchup I think is Mega Colony. Yeah, they're mad, and, and their bad matchup being Mega Colony, and, and, which is also part of their team. So yeah, yeah good luck. and that's what I said. That was what I was gonna say. But they, guess what? They already have one there on the team, so that's one less to fight. You know, because they have it on their own team. But the but the thing is, what the come of the fact of is, is this is just top four. We're not talking about top eight. We, there was more, more Beatrice and more Ghidorahs and more more Nightmare Dolls. I just looked at the top four. And this is three different separate events. It's not like they 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 came together and made this made this list. They didn't. They either did it themselves or they they did copy themselves. But it's the consistency of Nightmare Dolls and Beatrice and some Ghidorah. Ghidorah's fighting to be in the top three. As much as we want to talk about, like don't want to talk about Megacon is getting up there, especially for Ghidorah. And and to me, Nightmare Dolls and Beatrice is is starting to become a little bit of a problem. Even with Vanquisher being out there with Stunverse and Jewel Megacon Knights. and Jewel Knights. The only person, this is my beef with Jewel Knights. The only problem, the reason why we're not seeing Jewel Knights played, that deck is strong. But the reason why we're not seeing it is because, one, it's expensive. It's literally expensive. You're looking at almost $600 or $800 deck. Like, off rip. Trust me, I tried, I'm try, I, I built it. And if it wasn't for my friends, like, I wouldn't have the deck. Yeah, James. James Wall that took a hit in its life points. It went, but like I've seen people at, like it's, it's ridiculous, man. Sword me being at fifty to seventy dollars a piece for for those alone is two hundred dollars, and that's not including Festival One uh, clan selection with uh, Ashley when she came out. That's just a down payment on a car. Almost, pretty much, it's like two car payments. Crystal, Crystal Luster being at forty to seventy, like seventy five right now. Like, dude, like, that's huge. So I can understand why one Jewel Knight made it. You know, I could be wrong. You know, there could have been more. But, like, it's crazy. But then you have to remember that at least for California, Jewel Knight was not playable because he had just came out, and they needed at least two weeks for it to be playable. So that's another thing. Yeah, that is, that's also very true because of their new rulings for these Bush Road events where when a set comes out, you have to wait two weeks, which is whatever, but I, get, I think it's, it's a bunch of crap. Um. But yeah, so we're gonna we're we're talking about premium and premium. There, I see there's starting to be a problem, and we we'll, we could talk about that on another podcast because you know we have a lot, we're we're kind of running out of time soon, and we don't want to make it too long. Um, but we're gonna jump into now overdress because you know we got to talk about everything. So we have our standing uh, standard tops for pre, uh, standard, and we're looking at uh, in Europe. Uh, top four was first place was Magnolia Prison. Uh, Gravidia. Uh, second place was Gravidia, Bastion, Nirvana. Third was Nirvana, 
uh, not none of our Magnolia, uh, Prison, and Bastion again. And then fourth place, which I like the fourth place one. This one took me for a ride. Was Flagberg, Leroll, the the cat girl. Yeah, the cat girls. And then Zorga coming out of nowhere. That's fucking crazy. The fact that they made top four was astonishing. Give me like all half of those lists. I want them. Okay. Yeah, and that that was astonishing. And then we have Germany where we had in first place Gravidia, Magnolia, Nirvana, which is standard. Then we have second place Prison, the Cat Girls, Magnolia. Third place was Barrow, Gravidia, Magnolia. So we're starting to see a little trend here where Magnolia is literally one of the top best decks in the, in the format right now. If not the best deck. Yeah, one of the <laughs> probably the best deck. And then we have Barrow, ba- uh, Gravidia, Bastion. You know what shocks me the most about all these lists so far? And there I, I hasn't gotta, been a single Bruce in those lists. I think. It, I, I, I think you're right, 100%. Let me, let me see if I have the – I got this from Marshall. Shout out for the boy sending me these these information. Okay, so we do have the California stop top four. California first place was uh, Bastion, Magnolia again, Prison. Second place was Bruce. Where this is where we're starting to notice in North America, people are saying Bruce is spicy. It was Bruce, Magnolia, Prison. Third was Magnolia, Gravidia, Bruce, and then. I like this name, and this is a shout-out for uh, Richard over here. Their team name was Simple and Clean. Uh, fourth place got was Magnolia, uh, Bruce, and Prison. That was California. So we're, we're seeing California. They're starting to see that Bruce is, is kind of the, the hit. The Americans love their football. Yeah, they, they do. Um, but in Chicago, there was only one top of Bruce, and he was in fourth, and that was with Nirvana and Prison. Third place was Prison, Barrow, Magnolia. Uh, second was Magnolia, of course, Nirvana, Prison. And then first place, this is what surprises me, was there was no Magnolia. It was Barrow, Gravidia, Prison. Ah, like half of those are interchangeable. Yeah. but th- And the thing is, is that for these, I actually have the top eight of what decks topped. Is it st- uh, this team still? or? Yeah, yeah. But these are the decks that have been played. So the top eight for Rosemar, this is what decks were played. Uh, uh, Barrel Magnus, four Barrel Magnus, four Prison, three Magnolia, two Gravidia, two Duvarna, two Bruce, one Orphis, and six of them were unknown. <laughs> the singular Orphis player. Yeah. Represent. And then in, in uh, we'll do California. There was six Magnolia. That's you, Zoran. I can't be mad about that. Six Magnolia, four Prison, three Bruce, two Barrows, two Gravidia, two Orphis, two Bastions, one Nirvana, one Cat Girls, and one Phantom Blaster. That Phantom Blaster got me a little feel a little a little hot in here. I gotta get that guy's list because philosophical in here now. Um, but yeah, like I like the spread in Overdress. Um, you can clearly see that Magnolia is on every team. Prison is a hard second. You can uh, make the argument that it's almost in the same position as premium right now mm-hmm. with Magnolia and Seraph Snow being the top decks or so, some of the top decks in the format along with, I guess you could say, Bastion and Bruce. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. 
are they that much of a problem as the other things in premium compared to premium? No, there, there's no way. In premium, there's a lot of things that I feel like need to be fixed. Like the fact that we were supposed to get another ban list and it was more of a slap on the wrist. Not even a slap on the wrist because they didn't even touch premium. It was V premium. Like that, that it was disgusting. Um, so, like, I think they really need to go back and look at the premium list and see that. I'm sorry, I know you play Grand Blue, um, Zoran, but I don't care. You got to hit that. Shit, they they have. They need to hit. <laughs> they need to look back and say, "Hey, things need to change." I don't know what they have to hit. Um, there's too many good cards in that clan. Yeah, it, it's it's a big overhaul. They really need to hit Nightmare Dolls. I think it, one hit, one small hit can bring down the whole thing. Like, at least make them slower. Um, but yes, it, and that is hitting Nightmare Doll Alice to zero. Just shoot them <laughs> in the kneecaps. Fuck that clan. <laughs> no remorse. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. There's no problem with premium. What I, I'm in an overdress. Because in overdress, I feel like Bastion, because I know a lot of people over here like, oh, Bastion's the best deck, isn't that? But it's here and there. It's intertwined with, it's interchangeable with like Prison, uh, Bruce, Barrow. Like it's like you see some weird combinations. Magnolia is just hey, listen, Bastion had its time, Bruce had its time where it was top dog in every deck. But Magnolia is coming strong and hey, listen, congratulations. I'm not even mad. Yeah, I think definitively it is the best deck in the format. And I mean if it continues to be the best deck in the format, say like set eight, then it, Yeah, then they or got to say do like set seven, then it becomes a problem. But uh until then I don't know. You just let, let the animals hang out. You yeah, know? I, I, I have no problem with them. I have no problem with them. Um, yeah, I mean, so we'll we'll end it with this. I, I know we're getting a little long. Um, we we are. I'm excited for Georgia. I expect to see a lot of very different decks. Thank God, premium collection won't be allowed for at least Texas or Georgia because I would not be prepared for that meta. Um, I really think Bushiro needs to sit down and, and think about what's going on in this game. Um, I think they should think about changing. I know this has been the conversation for generations, for about a decade now, about you know making best of two out of three for Bushroad for the card fight Vanguard, but I don't. They're never going to do it. That's why we we at here at Kingslayer Cards we try to provide the most competitive format for you guys. And again, this is a shout out to our invitational event in June. The 25th and the 26th. I want to see all y'all out there. Let your friends know about the podcast. Let people know about Kingslayer cards and what we're trying to do. Uh, shout out to Orin. Shout out to Naru Samurai. Shout out to all the YouTubers that come out and support us. Because I've seen Orange at an event. I we I personally know Naru. We all know him out here. I appreciate him for coming, letting uh, Richard come on to the dojo. And, you know, talking about Kingslayer cards. The stud Naru Samurai himself. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I, I really want to give a shout-out before we end this this podcast to Paul for being a, a wonderful sound manager over here. We love here. you. We love you. Uh, shout-out to Richard, again, for having a wonderful company and allowing me to be a part of it and allowing to run such an amazing tournament that I think everybody should be a part of. We also love you, Richard. <laughs> Um, some more than others <laughs> Peter calm down stay on the table okay calm down <laughs> um, but yeah again uh, June 25th to the 26th let your friends know because once that I that is the last event for our invitational event 
we will be talking about our big competition after June, which I'm just giving you a little, little, little deets of on it. It will be big. And I promise you, you're going to want not to miss out on this. We worked hard to talk about our invitational and we're working hard to make this game as competitive as possible and provide everything we can for you guys to make this possible, whether it be in premium or in um, overdress. When are we going to get that, that sneak peek into the dates for the big, big event? Uh, I, I'll, give you, I'll give you a little hint. It's in the works. Uh, we're looking for a weekend, of course. It, we're looking sometime between August, September. Well, I'll give you that. Um, I can't give you any more. I can't tell you the prize support. I can't tell you any of that. But we've had discussed it. 45 um, euros. Yeah, 45 euros. Um, but, yeah, we we hope to see you guys out there. Please, if you haven't told your friends about the podcast, please let them know. It's on Spotify. You can see us on Facebook, too, and our YouTube uh, channel, too. Please let us know how we're doing. Leave a, leave a comment and subscribe, guys. Um, if any, does anybody else have anything to say before you guys want to go? Richard, do you want to say anything to the people? Uh, thank you for supporting us. You know, when we started this, I didn't know how long it would last, but everybody loves it down here and we love doing it for you guys. And I, again, I hope to see you all in, uh, at the Ramada in, uh, Kissimmee. Again, I will say this one last time, June 25th and 26th, come out, support it. We love you guys. Let people know. And that's it, man. Thank you for listening to King's Court.